In the ether, a lost soul found the tree of truth along their journey to the trail of death. Out of curiosity, the soul lingered near the tree to discover its purpose. And after asking its purpose, the tree only foretold that death would linger like a cancer wherever they traveled. With this knowledge, the soul sought to forge a golden axe to destroy the truth, for they believed that if you destroyed the truth, it would cease to exist. So this soul manifested an axe from the ether, of which could do no harm to other souls and could not pass the trail of death. The axe was of no use, after the soul cut down the tree with their golden axe, a stump still remained, and it turned to stone once the soul tried to hack at the stump once again, shattering the axe to pieces in the process. The soul stood there quietly anticipating death, for the tree of truth told it that death would always follow. But death was not there, the soul was all alone, with a shattered axe and a stump turned to stone. This soul was named Scorn, and eternity was ready to accept them. Another soul that was walking the trail of death, their name was Resentment, saw the lost soul looking down at the curious stump of stone and bits of gold on the ground. They went over to the other soul who was starting to cry, for they did not want to walk the trail of death. Scorn confessed to this curious soul, Resentment, that they would rather worship the death of other lost souls than die themselves. They would rather sell themselves to live under command, than die for eternity. They would rather live in the world of nothing, than die in the world of misery, and the other soul agreed, while resting lazily against the stump. They both lingered near the stump feeling incredibly sorry for themselves, for they wanted to escape the trail of death. Along came another soul down the trail of death, their name was Fury, and their energy was as strong as the fiery walk on the trail of death. They, too, saw the lost souls, and eager to delay their impending doom, joined their ring of sorrow. Fury had asked Scorn and Resentment what had happened to cause the tree to turn to stone and why Scorn had decided to use an axe to destroy it. Scorn had a forlorn expression and admitted that they could not bear to hear the truth so attempted to destroy it. Resentment had agreed that they would not bear to hear the truth either, but secretly within they were hungry with curiosity. Fury, too, was curious and so asked Scorn what the tree of truth had shared to make them want to destroy it. Scorn told Resentment and Fury that the fruitless tree had only bared nonsense and was not worth acknowledging. But Resentment and Fury were not convinced that the one who destroyed the tree of truth with a mighty golden axe had done so to spare the knowledge of nonsense, surely they had done so to hide a great knowledge that they deserved to know. Scorn picked up the pieces of the mighty golden axe and attempted to repair it, however, it was of no use, even the axe had witnessed the truth, the axe had witnessed its own demise for the sake of scorn. So as fate had foretold, the three lost souls once again, hesitantly, trekked the trail of death, for their destiny was awaiting them at the other end. Along their journey, resentment couldn't feel pity for the demise of the mighty golden axe, nor the tree of truth, for resentment thought, if scorn hath manifested the mighty axe from the ether, I, too, shall manifest a tool of my own. And so resentment had forged a seed from the ether, a seed of lasting life, one that could never cease to grow and thrive, and could tell the truth to those on the trail of death, but only those who were worthy of knowing the truth. Resentment told scorn and fury that they will all know the truth, for it is so, they have nothing left to lose, and must be worthy of knowing the truth, and perhaps the truth would change, and be worthy of their acceptance. Fury was skeptical of the plan, and was wary of the idea of growing a lasting tree of truth with unknown souls and the possible implications this could mean for all of them, but was too eager to learn the truth, so the thoughts had dissipated, much like the meaning of their previous life had dissipated following the erosion of their vessel. Now, thought scorn, I shall have to bury the truth, for if I can't destroy it, I must hide it, these souls must not know the end, for we may all be trapped here lest we all refuse to die for eternity. I shall not want to be trapped with these unknown souls in the ether, forever. Fury started to hum a most unpleasant tune, 
and suddenly Scorn asked if Fury might be quiet so they can plan accordingly on where to plant the seed, but really, Scorn was pondering the idea of hiding the seed where those two souls could not find it. As Scorn had already manifested one item in the ether, they could bear no more manifestations, the ether would not allow it. So Scorn pondered the idea of having Fury intercept the planting of the seed into the ether. But how could Scorn get Fury to agree? As Scorn was aware, Fury was dying to know the truth. Just as Resentment was getting ready to plant the seed, Scorn had interrupted the process and asked if Fury might be able to manifest yet another tool to help in their quest for the truth. But Resentment couldn't think of what else they may need, once the seed was planted, it would grow all on its own, it didn't need any tending to. Out of curiosity, Resentment asked Scorn what else they could possibly need at this moment. Scorn told Resentment that the most important tool for this quest is the ability to keep record of the truth, and so asked Fury if they might manifest a record to keep in the ether, bearing nothing but the truth. Scorn also asked Resentment if they might talk to Fury alone about the arrangement, but Resentment became wary of a plot to intercept the planting of the seed. Scorn adamantly assured Resentment that they needed to return to the stump and ensure that Fury could manifest this record keeping permanently into the stump of stone, so it could never be lost, and asked if Fury might hold onto the seed for safekeeping until Fury had completed the manifestation. Resentment hesitantly agreed, and Fury followed Scorn back to the stump of stone. Once back to the stump of stone, Scorn informed Fury that the seed could not be planted, it would cause them to be trapped in the ether forever. But Fury didn't believe Scorn, and Fury would rather be in the ether than die for eternity beyond the trail of death anyway. Fury knew that the lasting tree of truth had more truth to bear than of death itself. Scorn started to panic and decided they must take the seed from Fury and hide it, but Fury would not just give the precious seed away. Scorn grabbed the pieces of the golden axe that lay near the stump and asked if Fury could combine their manifestation with the leftover pieces of the golden axe as a way of making peace. Fury refused and out of a blind rage accidentally crushed the precious seed into little pieces, that slowly withered away into nothing. Fury was in shock, but ultimately knew that they could manifest a new seed if they sought to. Resentment learned of the destruction of the precious seed, and now took only pity for Scorn and Fury's foolish plan, for it was done so without regard to the architect of the ether. The architect, whom could ultimately trap all three of them in the ether, as well as in their own manifestations, would pity them all too. And alas, the architect did pity their foolish plan, as he could see all and everything, and knows of what destiny shall come to pass. Fury explained to Resentment that this incident was only but an accident, and reminded Resentment that they were now the sole soul capable of manifesting a new creation in search of the truth. Resentment was not forgiving to Scorn and Fury, for they felt personally afflicted by their foolishness. Fury, however, didn't mind if they were forgiven by either of these two lost souls, they were now on the quest to find the truth and escape death once and for all. But, the architect suddenly appeared before all three souls and declared that they must first hear of their own truth, the truth of their own being, before knowing the truth of all and everything. The souls obeyed at once for fear of what the architect may do, and so searched inside themselves to find the truth. The truth is, none shall escape death, for in every beginning of a life, there inevitably lingers the fate of death. And in every death there springs a new untold destiny, a new purpose. None are alone, in spite of their thoughts, for beyond the trail is one. All are one, and all are destined to become one, for one is unity, and unity is God. All are pieces of God, in life, and in death, all souls meet their Maker in the end. 